Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. <laughs> what is really good? It is Melissa Latoya, and I am super excited, Morgan Campbell, to continue wait. Yes, I said continue wait. This episode of this podcast about Always Sunny in Philadelphia, because I feel like, <clears throat> my bad, little situation in my throat. <laughs> Need some water? Let me get some. <laughs> Go well. But anywho, I wanted to continuate this episode because I am so happy about it, but I'm also really, really into learning about how this podcast should go. So one of the things I want to do is finish this out and then figure out a way to go into all different types of episodes. Obviously, I can't go through every episode of every different show and movie that I see out there in the streaming world. So I want to give you a summary, whether it be through one episode or two episodes of every show that I am really digging, not so much digging, and things that you guys suggest. So, you will continuationalize, and this is me making up new words, so either love it or hate it. (laughs) I want you to love it. But anyway, this is me continuing on with this podcast because I love it always sunny in Philadelphia and I know there's no way in hell that I'm going to be able to go through every single episode because number one they're they're funny as hell my my summarizing will not do them any justice but I want to give you enough for you guys to not only listen to my podcast even more I mean because that's not the main goal the main goal is to share our streaming journey we are like a virtual book club and I want you guys to check it out tell me like comment and hit me up on my social media platforms and see what's going on so let's get on in time to press play Yo, what is really, really good? It is Melissa Latoya, and you guys are tuned in to It's Always Sunny in Streamadelphia, and I am super excited. One of the reasons why is because I get an opportunity to go in deeper about hmm, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Now, first of all, this is one of my favorite shows. It might be my favorite show. It's a close tie between The Office, It's Always Sunny, sunny in Philadelphia, and New Girl, and King and Queen, King of Queens. I'm I'm really into those shows. Like I literally can repeat watch those shows every single day. Seriously, I love them shows that much. Um, so it's really a hard thing for me not to do. Um, but it's always sent me in Philadelphia. Sorry, I said it like that, but <clears throat> it's getting real over here. I love this show. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia has four main characters at first. There's Mac, played by Rob McElmy. I'm probably saying that's wrong. I'm definitely saying that wrong. Um, Dennis Reynolds, played by Glenn Howerton. Saying that wrong. Um, Charlie Kelly, played by Charlie Day. And of course, DeAndre Reynolds, aka Sweet D or D, played by Caitlin Olson or Caitlin Olson 
El Hedy, which is Rob, which is D, her husband, which is at first they weren't dating, but now they're married. It's cool. It's awesome. I love it. Anyway, it originally stars them at first for the first season. But then we get to the second season and we bring Big Daddy out, a.k.a. Danny DeVito, a.k.a. Frank Reynolds, which plays Sweet D and Dennis's dad. Okay. Now, I love this show because when they brought Frank in, they were already doing stunts in season one. But the stunts got even further because now they had somebody to fund the stunt, the stunts. They started off with a bar stunt where they were letting in a bunch of young people. Then they went to, you know, Charlie finding out he was molested and all these other crazy things. And when they go into a stunt, they go into to a stunt deep. And that's what makes them so crazy. You know, then they brought in all these other characters like Rickety Cricket, Artemis, Charlie's mom, Carmen, Gail the Snail, Max mom, and shit gets really real. I mean, you think about all the people that came on this show that made this show freaking awesome and all the spinoffs that came from the show. We have the Mick and we have... AP bio okay all the movies that came from this show I am so thankful that they started off with I think it was a YouTube channel that they had like a like a YouTube show or something and then they started off from that and took it crazy took it global I love that all right but let's get more into this show let's get more into the characters into this this show again this show it's been on for like 14 years and it is the freaking best like I can't deny the characters connection in the show makes it even more delicious for me I I just I really am into the chemistry between Matt Charlie Dennis Frank and Dee I just I feel it and then you have Rickety Cricket, The Waitress, Max Mom, Charlie's Mom, and then Dee and Frank's Mom when she first started on the show. And you get this almost wonderfully blended TV show that is like a smoothie. And it's just perfect. It's kind of like an ice cream sundae of different varieties and flavors but when you eat it with all the toppings you get this wonderful blend of flavors and I just I really am into it I really do feel like these characters make the show um first off you've got a show that starts off with these guys in this bar and basically every day they're in this bar doing absolutely nothing that has to do with the bar 95% of the time and when they do do stuff that has to do with the bar it's like odd but it's funny odd and it's wonderful odd and it's beautiful I love the fact that 
it's based in Philadelphia. Me being from Jersey, me being born in Newark, but raised in Browns Mills, New Jersey, the south part of New Jersey, I identified with Philadelphia because up north, New Jersey is more New York. Down south, New Jersey is definitely more Philadelphia. And we get this different vibe when you have these characters from Philadelphia who do all these different pranks. I love I love the the board game that they made up. I love the fact that they go into a lot of their childhood friends and nemesis and they don't care what they do. I love their non-traditional Christmases and I love them bringing in the, the extra characters to add supporting functions to the story. Okay, now that we've gotten all that bullshit out of the way, I feel like Dennis is his character who starts off always seeming like the most confident most popular, most wonderful, you know, all-American rich boy, him and his sister, D. They feel like that. You feel that when you first first start off with the first few seasons. And then you realize <sighs> they are that, but they're much less. They're rich, but money can't buy popularity. And they're not the coolest. But in their gang... They make themselves the coolest. And honestly, in real life, I honestly would, I would, if I could hang with them. Because they are freaking awesome. But in the world of their, the show that they made, they're not the coolest. Dennis thinks he is the connoisseur, the richest brand. But time and time again, the world slaps him in the face and poor Dennis gets shut down. Like when he was on the game show and he thought he was the smartest, most intelligent one on there. And he kept on guessing things that only rich kids would guess. Kids that didn't grow up in a normal household. And it kind of messed him up. And then, you know, we have the fact that he has a little bit of a rapish tendency. Let's stop lying. He has a rapish tendency. I mean, when we start off with the first few seasons of him, you know, talking to these girls and they're way younger. And then he has this really psychotic look about it. And then he has the implications that he talks about. And it worries me. It freaks me out. I know I don't trust him around a younger girl. I don't trust him around high school. He has a a little bit of a white R. Kelly tendency going on right there. But it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You know, he tries to wash it up and and change it. But we know what's going on with Dennis. We know. You know, we know. I love... I love how diverse his character is. I love when he feels like he is the grandest and the rightest and the best. And he goes into these big, huge, grand speeches. And his voice gets so big and so full and he's so passionate. You can see the veins popping out of his head. It's ridiculous. It really is ridiculous. He literally came up with a system called the Dennis system to sleep with women. And he implements it. And then he has Charlie and Mac who look up to him so deeply, follow behind. And Frank. Frank. Frank, who is something else. Frank, who turns out to be 
the funder of all these idiotic schemes funds his his son his son in all these great crazy weird schemes i don't know if it's an attempt to be more youthful i don't know if it i don't know but he is a genius though he really is i mean he he's like the gary v of the group he he funds everything and he gets great roi i mean he does he really does but he is the most scheming person like there's a bit of gary b in there but there's a whole lot of them that's just full-on corrupt dead ass but i mean he i mean he's really a great businessman but i think a part of him wanted to be free he's so used to making the money the money the money that at first he wanted to let it go but somehow he always gets called back to the money i don't care what no one says he always winds up getting back into business finding ways to make more money he was freaking out about the money for one second and then he got a government bailout almost tried to kill himself but he couldn't because they said his neck was too short that's really weird but yeah man frank is is a is a piece of work and honestly you know what i wish i wish danny devito's wife would come on there because i know they have artemis and he fools around with artemis and i know that would probably be awkward but sometimes i wish his wife would be on there not because it would be this perfect connection between frank and his wife but because how i feel like she would be a perfect element to come in every once in a while because she the way her swag is is a lot like danny devito's i can't remember where she's from but i know i want to say i want to say now i want to look this up now i want to look this up i want to say that she's from up north because i know danny devito is from newark you know what i mean shout out to newark but I'm, I want to say, see, now I'm looking this up. I'm, I'm looking this up. I'm looking this up. I'm looking this up. Because it really is it's, it's starting to bother me. Because I want to say she's from Jersey. Or from New York. Yep. Coney Island. But now she lives in Jersey. Jersey, Jersey. Anyway, yes, I really feel like she would add this this extra layer of sassy Frank, you know, type element where she would have this craziness. Like, I feel like they should hire her as a bartender or a waitress that comes around some shit like that. I feel like she would be dope. She doesn't have to go along with all the schemes. But I feel like she should go along with some of them. I feel like she would be good in like three or four episodes. Not even three or four. I think she would be good in like two seasons. Like four episodes a season. I feel like she would be a dope character because of how she acts in every show that she is in. Like she was on um, Cheers and she's always had this snip with her and I really want her to be on the show but hey we'll see probably doubt it but I, I really would love that I feel like she would be an excellent excellent person to be on the show um I mean hell Danny DeVito's daughter was on the show so I mean <laughs> come on um 
and she was on she was on Broadway with them. Danny DeVito's wife was on Broadway with them. So I mean, that's cool. I could get her on the show so I can see it. I want to see it. Let me see it. I want to see it. Let me see it. Let me see it, you guys. Come on, always study. Let me see it. Um, hell, I mean, what was it? Dennis's wife was on there. His wife was on there. I just love this show. I love, I love D. I love D. I love D because she is sassy, but she's vulnerable, but she's strong and she's weak. Like she comes up with these really maniacal plans, but yet at the same time, she's like being down as the bird and you know, her car is always getting stolen or she's always never finding love. But then she always comes up with these huge schemes to get back to show that she's on top. But they never give her credit for nothing. Like, never. Like, she never, ever, ever gets credit. And she never gets to be fully on top the whole time. I don't, it just, it breaks my heart because I just be wanting her one time to have three episodes where she's just that ish they won't give it to her they won't give it to her charlie mac and d and frank will not give it to her but i feel like that should happen very soon i do i do i don't you know i mean she already she's just ish and i also feel like charlie mcdennis to electric boogaloo i feel like with charlie mcdennis i feel like frank and mac should win I feel like that they should have a beginning scene with Charlie and Mac winning and then them like ragging on them for the whole time, but then come to find out they let him win. I feel like that should happen. I feel like there should be so many things that should happen on that show. You know, I'm so glad that they had Mindy on there. Like, I love that. That was so dope. I wish she could have been there more and I wish and I probably that probably never happened but I wish Mindy would have been more like I don't know more like Dennis a little bit like I wish they would have had her walking around doing some of the same things she was doing like perfecting everything that Dennis was failing at but I wish she was down for some elaborate schemes like I wish they would have put her in that so I but I, I'm not gonna lie I, I feel that yo I really feel it because it was essential to the story. I feel like they, they had to do it that way. Because it was it was essential to the story. That Dennis always is the man. So, yeah. But also, I feel like Charlie doesn't get his just dues too. He doesn't get his just dues. He really doesn't. Because literally he's the dumbest and the smartest character on that show. How, may you ask? How? How? For those who watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia, come on. Let's be real. Charlie has elaborately come up with these these schemes. And then somehow, by his own idiotic way of wanting this dumb prize, failed. Like, when he came up with a plan to make the waitress jealous, after, like, stopping completely messing with her and her whole life went to crap, and then she wanted him to be there for her and then she got jealous and then he basically shuts down the girl he's with like in this big way and then goes and beads with the waitress I feel like it was smart 
but it was dumb. Or like how he held down the bar when they had that big inspection. Or how he comes up with these big plans on how to like fix things. And then like everybody like acts like he does nothing. It's always the trolley work. It's always the trolley work. You know, I, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. But I feel like one of the reasons why Charlie sniffs pain so much <laughs> is because he feels like he, he doesn't get enough credit. But I don't know. Who am I? Who am I to say? Because even if Charlie was to come up with these great plans and get the credit... Charlie's just going to find some way to do something weird to make it really weird. I don't know why, but he just, he he, do, he does stuff. Like the day man thing. I don't understand. I don't understand. I got to take a sip of water on that. I really do. That was a weird goal. That was a weird goal. But yeah, man. What's up with the day man thing, Charlie? Day man. That sounds contagious, too. Oh. Uh, yeah that was weird man but I love it though it's the type of weird that I that I really fucks with though I really do because it's it's catchy and it's real and it's genuine I mean a genuine sorry it's something that I'm not gonna lie I it was I would I wouldn't I wouldn't do that I would not do that. But it's something that I can understand because I definitely would be in the mindset of doing something crazy just because I like doing it, you know. And that's the one thing that I take away from this whole show is be yourself. Be who you are and be around the people who can understand you being yourself and and, and grow and don't be afraid to freaking grow. I mean, just be who you are. I really love this show because even though... Some people might say it's just a bunch of friends doing a bunch of crazy shit. Yeah, it's true. But there's a lot of growth in the show. There's a lot of growth in the characters. There's a lot of things that... You know how when a show first starts, everybody's like... You can see the they're like trying to grow into their characters. And they're trying to figure out where the character goes. And then next thing you know, it's kind of like their family... And they they become family and they start to act a little bit alike. But there's some times where if D would have said something in a deeper voice, I would have thought it was Dennis. Because some of the things that she says, like the, the go hell no, it would be it would I would have thought it was like Dennis saying it or Max saying it, you know. And there's some times where Charlie sounds like like Mac when he goes crazy. You know, so, I mean, I love the show. I love the show. Frank always sounds like Frank. Like, you can't... Frank is just real chill, real cool. He doesn't... It, his character is just his character. But he still has a way where you can tell, like, it, it, like they're, they're, like they're rubbing off on each other. And that's the thing that I really... That's one of the things that I really love about this show. It really has from in the box from in the stream world from in the internet grown to be a part of my family like my kids will watch it and be like oh my god mac is crazy they really shouldn't be watching it i feel so awful because you know mac and charlie be doing the most especially d 
but you know the show hangs on and I don't they don't watch it they see it when they come in and talk to me but it is a really good show it is freaking awesome and I pray that throughout all my ranting and raving (laughs) that you guys go check it out on these platforms Hulu uh, uh, Hulu uh, Hulu <laughs> but also you can check it out on PlayStation View. You can check it out on Slang. Um, you can check it out on FX now. Please check it out and and, and and just go in. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. But it's also always sunny in streaming. So I am super glad that we got to discuss on It's Always Sunny in Streamadelphia today, one of my favorite shows that you can hit up on any streaming platform that I've mentioned today. Man, this show, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, is something you definitely need to check out now. And you also need to hit me up with any new streaming, Streamadelphia ideas about TV shows that you like, you love you hate or whatever you want me to talk about you can hit me up at the journey by mail on facebook and i would love to get in there chat with you and see what's really going on with your ideas and opinions (sighs) it would just make me feel just delighted thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful 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 day smooches